Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 102. It's called Lovers of Money. Last week we started a series on 2 Timothy and how this verse that's in 2 Timothy is so clearly, I think it just describes what's going on in our world right now. I mean, it's almost scary how accurate it is. I mean, last week we talked about the first group that it mentions, and it's called the lovers of themselves. And we discussed how much of that, I mean, it just grows from our own inner desires, I think, of uh, where selfishness comes from. The second group that shows up in this verse is what I, they call them the lovers of money. Now, this again is the reference here, if you didn't listen to last week, which, what are you doing? Go back and listen to next week, last week's. 2 Timothy chapter 3 is where this is all coming from. I'm not going to read the verse every week because there's so, there's kind of a long one. Um, but go back and read it. It's verse 1 of, again, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Now, just like last week, this is kind of a tough one to discuss. I mean, as it is with how you love yourself, the love of money stems from how far we take it. So like even in verse, um, it's actually in the book of 1 Timothy, it actually talks about this, and it takes it a step further. It says that the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some covet after, they have erred from their faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now look at what level the author takes this. He moves it up, I mean, at several notches. Not only is he saying the love of money is not a good thing, he's actually implying that it's the cause or root of all evil. But look at the phrasing. It's the love of money. I mean, are you surprised by this? I mean, of course not. Look at the big corporations. Look at big tech. Look at those who have been caught cheating the system for their own gain. I mean, the foundation is the love of money. Now, here's why I say that this is kind of a tough one to talk about. And it's because, I mean, I like money. (laughs) I'll be honest. I like it a lot. Now, we live, unfortunately, in a culture that requires us to have it. I mean, you can't not have money in the United States. You're just, I mean, you could... But it's, it's a whole different lifestyle, and there's not very many people that do it. But, I mean, you could. You could go out into the woods and uh, chop trees down and build your own house and hunt for your own food. That's definitely possible because that's, honestly, as weird as it sounds, that's how it, it all started. That's how people used to live. They used to live off the land. We have certainly changed things to where we, we rely very much on the money we make um, in order to just survive in the world that we live in now. Now, again, I'm not like uh, building myself up here, but I've worked, I work very hard for the money that I make. I mean, every dollar, there's, there's hours that go into it. I mean, lots of hours and weekends and, and going above and beyond the service, my customers that contact me at all times of the day. And I do that to help my company, yes. I want us to be profitable so that everybody that works in our company feels the comfort of, you know, 
a, a steady company. So one that they feel confident is going to be able to keep going. Um, but I also do it because I, I mean, I want to make money too. I mean, I, I like to buy things and, um, and I'll be honest, I enjoy spending money. I really do. I mean, I just got back from a trip, uh, about an hour ago and I spent probably more than I should have, but it's because I enjoy those moments and I don't get very often to get out there and, um, have those, those times off where I get a chance to do that. But here's where I think it all comes down to for all of us. And it's very simple. It's the condition of our heart. Why are we doing all of this? Why are we pursuing that extra dollar? And what are we giving up to get it? I mean, it has to all come down to the heart and then the why. Listen, if all you're doing is pursuing to get more and more and more for yourself, I can say from personal experience, you will never be satisfied. Because the problem is you'll just keep pursuing more and more. It will never seem like enough. I mean, it never seems like enough. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. It just depends on what you're going to do with it. A good example of this is when... A rich man was asked, he asked Jesus in the book of Matthew, like how he obtains eternal life. And Jesus says, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. And you know what the man did? He walked away. Sad, even. Because Jesus knew exactly where this man's heart was. He, you know, he, he probably did actually want to know, you know, how to obtain eternal life. But what was he willing to sacrifice? You know, it doesn't sound like it was much. He wanted to keep everything he had and also gain this as well. Listen, his love for money got in the way of his relationship, probably with others and also with God. I'll tell you this, it's very, very difficult to serve God and not be willing to sacrifice. Here's how I look at it. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to have a job that pays to where I have extra. I understand that not, not everybody has that. You know, they might be living paycheck to paycheck based off of whatever, past decisions, or um, they're just not making enough where they're at, then yeah, I guess it's possible. Um, to not necessarily have extra. But the way I look at money, and this is, to be honest, and I have to remind myself of this, and it's very simple. It's three words. It's not mine. It's his. And I'm more than happy to use it to help others or to make someone else's day better. I mean, just today. Had a friend reach out and say he was going to be short on his rent. Is there any way that I could help him? Of course. Of course. I mean, two weeks ago, I had a friend in the middle of a job transition and didn't have enough money to cover his car payment. Yeah, man, let me help you with that. Had a friend reach out a couple weeks ago before then. 
his car broke down and he needed some help uh, being able to buy a part in order to uh, to get his car working so that he could get to work. Yeah. Yeah, I'll help you with that. Sometimes I go to the grocery store and I reach out to friends and saying, hey, do you need anything? Do you want to come with me? I'll, I'll pay for your groceries this week. Listen, that's not building me up. I could care less if you're impressed by any of that. None of that even matters to me, whatever. I'm telling you these things because it all stems from my own personal philosophy, which is one that I think we should all obtain and understand is that none of these dollars and cents are ours. I think that's how we get over this premise of our love for money is realizing that none of it belongs to us. And we don't get to take any of it with us when we're gone. When we're done, we're done. Our treasures here don't transition with us when we go to the next life. So that's why I think it's important for us to recognize that it doesn't belong to us. And if we have that mentality, then we're much more willing to sacrifice, much more willing to give. I mean, Scripture even says it's much better to give than it is to receive. I mean, the feeling of being able to help others, it's a great feeling. Now, it doesn't mean to put you, you put yourself in a position to where you can't support yourself because you're constantly giving out to other people. We know we have things to pay for and bills to pay for. We understand that. Okay, I'm not telling you to put yourself in a weird spot. I'm just saying that this money is not ours. It's not my money. So when God gives me the opportunity to help others and I have somebody reach out saying they need some extra support, by all means, I want to help those people. And I know what some of you are probably saying. Hey, like there's other, there's people that can take advantage of that. Listen, don't worry about me. Okay, I will, I'll take care of that part. And if I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do, then that's what I'm supposed to do. Of course, use your own discretion about what you're supposed to be doing with your money. Okay, doesn't mean you just give it out to willy-nilly to every single person that you see on the street. Of course, you need to have discretion and you need to have guidance on where that money's going. But if you are in a position to help somebody and you don't do it, I think that's a problem. Be willing to give out to others who are in need. And then honestly, be willing to just give in general. It's fun to give, guys. I mean, think about Christmas time when you have the money to give to other people or you have a, you know, the money to go buy that gift that uh, somebody else wanted. I mean, it's fun watching their face when they open it up and they're surprised and they're so thankful. I mean, they, it's, it's, a, it's a great feeling, guys. You know that feeling. So why do we only seem like we, we specialize in those moments where it's like Christmas and birthdays? It's like that's, that's our biggest. No, 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 no. It's a lifestyle. It's a way to just be a part of who you are. We should all be giving people. I mean, God gave us his best, so let's give our best to him, and let's give out to others as well. So listen, I'm going to end this with the challenge, and you're not probably not going <laughs> to like it, but I'm going to challenge you anyway. If you are in the, in the position, okay, so you have a little bit extra this week, or maybe you can't do it this week, and you can do it next week, 50 bucks, or whatever, whatever you can give to somebody else.
Maybe you just surprise a friend at work and you say, hey, here's 20 bucks for lunch this week. Or you're out uh, to eat with uh, your significant other or family or whatever, and you get to leave a $50 tip to that uh, waitress, which everybody needs the extra money now because they're all working extra hours because there's not enough people working. We all know the reason why that's happening. But give to somebody this week or when you can. If you can't do it this week, do it next week. A little bit extra to help somebody out. If you know a friend's struggling, go see what you can do to help them out. I mean, if it's not money, then maybe it's your time. Whatever it is, we talked about this before. But my challenge this week, and I want you to tell me, so whether go on the Facebook group or if you know me personally, reach out. What are you doing to help somebody out else out this week, if you can? And I want to hear about it. Because you're going to realize how fun it is to help others when they're in need. Think about that this week. Again, reach out to me. Let me know how it went, what you did, the excitement you got, how rewarding it was, how it helped somebody else out. Never forget that you are loved and you are highly valued. Have a fantastic week.